Yeah, that is, of course, the unmistakable sound of Sinead O'Connor, who very sadly passed away, aged 56, earlier this week. Uh, There have been some incredible tributes paid to Sinead over the last number of days. And it really struck me that she, I suppose, a lot of the tributes not only focused on her as an artist, and she was an incredible artist, but also the work that she did as an advocate and a spokesperson and someone who wasn't afraid to use their platform to say what they really wanted because a lot of pop stars or celebrities or musicians sometimes shy away from controversy because they don't want to damage their brand and so on. And Sinead definitely paid the price uh, for speaking out. But uh, like on Instagram the other day, everyone that you scrolled by, so whether it was Michael Stipe from R.E.M., Chrissy Hind. Uh, like literally every single musician that I follow pay tribute to her such was the impact and such was the sadness at her passing uh, Tom Dunn had a lovely programme dedicated to Sinead uh, the day that she passed away he played a full hour of her music which was just gorgeous to listen to I would highly recommend you listen back but we have also put together a very special programme for this evening so tonight at 8 o'clock here on News Talk we are going to bring you an interview that Tom did with Sinead from April 2015. She was due to play in Vicar Street on the Wednesday of that week. This interview was recorded on the Monday. And she and Tom talked through the songs that she listened to. So basically her pre-show playlist, what the songs were that she listened to before she went on stage. And uh, you get a lovely insight into the character of Sinead O'Connor. And there's also some great songs, some really random ones. I'm not going to lie, some very, very random ones, but it is a lovely listen. So that is on News Talk at 8pm this evening. But moving right along, uh, Derek Riley of Nevo.ie is with me now for the EV Roundup. Uh, Derek, how are you? What's on the agenda this week? Lots to talk about, Jess. I've popped you through the uh, an agenda, but I'm happy to start off with my recent trip overseas. Mm-hmm. Yes, you were in China. I was in China with uh, BYD. They brought me over and got to see a lot of their headquarters, their crash test facilities, their design centre, their manufacturing facilities and also where they make their blade batteries. So it was a great understanding of that whole ecosystem and they're very much vertically integrated as well. Just remind us a little bit about BYD. So BYD stands for Build Your Dreams. They are a Chinese automaker, originally a battery maker. Back in the early 90s, they would have signed big contracts with the likes of Nokia and Motorola. uh, And they're making uh, batteries for a lot of the mobile devices that are currently out in the marketplace. And then about 20 years ago, in 2003, they decided to start manufacturing cars. And they've just launched in the Irish market. They have two dealerships in Dublin and one in Cork. And other dealers are going to be appointed before the end of the year, currently with one model for sale in Ireland, the Atto 3. But six models are planned for Europe. And you can see the Dolphin, which is a smaller, like a little hatchback. Nothing little about it at all, actually. And then when I was in China, I got to see the Seal which is a sedan Tesla Model 3 arrival, and then the Seal U, which stands for utility, which is an SUV similar to the Volkswagen ID4 size of vehicle as well. Well, we'll just get it out of the way. Uh, I absolutely hate the animal namey thing. Just absolutely not. Thank you so much, but no. Jess, they're part of the Ocean series, if you'd like to know why they're all uh, maritime named as well. So there you go. 
Uh, right. Uh, okay, well, let's just talk about the, the spec and the tech and all the rest. Um, you, you mentioned there the comparison with one of the Teslas. Like, is that the, the market they're going after? For sure. And it's that D-class sedan or saloon, so your traditional car shape. Uh, and Tesla Model 3 would have had it all really to themselves for that price point, which is currently around about that €40,000 starting for their standard range uh, Tesla Model 3. And so the seal is coming in. We haven't got a confirmed price for the Irish market yet, but a lot of people like the looks of it. Maybe not the name like you, Jess, but I mm. uh, got to drive it on track, got to have a video going out this weekend. Um, but there is a lot of interest, not in the Irish market, but all of the other European markets that are starting to launch this in. And I'm told that pricing is going to be very, very competitive. OK, um, so which, if any, are coming to Ireland? None. So at the moment, we've got the Atto 3. The Dolphin is going to arrive here in October. The okay. Seal, supposedly in October as well. And then the Seal U, that SUV, which everybody wants. Nobody likes uh, talking about SUVs because they, they're they seen as not the right thing to buy. But people want the space. People want the high visibility, the driving position. And so I put up the Seal U video on Sunday night at the embargo at 11 o'clock. And it's nearly at 50,000 views because I think I'm the only one with an English speaking review of that uh, globally on YouTube. So there's a lot of interest in all the other markets that BYD is operating in and the fact that it is the exact same size um, internally a floor pan as the Volkswagen ID4, which would be Ireland's best selling electric vehicle. So if they can get the pricing right, a lot of people are interested in uh, this and all of the other BYD vehicles. But and so the trip was to understand the product roadmap for them, but also how they manufacture, how they're crash testing. They do four crash tests a day in their facility uh, and their blade batteries. So there'd be about 100, 120 blade batteries, which are like a long, they look like a blade, hence the name. Mm -hmm. uh, they may manufacture 90,000 of these a day. So um, yeah, we're not talking small beans here. If you want to go and have a look, I'm sure you can do so right now. If you head over to YouTube and search for Nevo EV Review Ireland, uh, you can take a look at what Derek saw. Uh, you mentioned Tesla there in that uh, bit about BYD. There's a bit of a refresh coming to the Model 3 and the Model Y. Yeah, they've been pretty similar aesthetically externally for a number of years now. And so there's two uh, projects happening at the moment. So the Model 3 codename, like any good uh, tech product, is called Project Highland. There are uh, There is a couple of uh, videos and pictures that have been sneaked uh, of them testing it. So they are changing the look aesthetically. Not much, but they are definitely sharpening up the looks of the Tesla Model 3. And we're told also the manufacturing and the tech inside is going to be. So it's not just a facelift. We've been told that it is going to be a fairly substantial update to the Model 3. Um, and that is maybe why there, there's a lot of Model 3s for sale in the market at the moment with regards to they're been pumping them out of the factories. Uh, and so if you want a Model 3, it's probably going to be the most affordable time to purchase one because once the new one comes out, it'll be new and shiny like in any new phone or any other piece of tech. There's going to be a premium associated with that. And then Tesla Model Y, the world's best selling vehicle in June of this year, not just electric vehicle, 
every type of vehicle tesla model y was the best selling globally uh, there's a refresh coming to that as well and that's called project juniper uh, and again there are some images and some um, other information out there yet to be all officially re revealed but it is coming this year at some stage so uh, for those people that may be on the fence about purchasing something like a tesla model 3 or model y either you want to go with what's going to be a older model looks wise now the good thing about all of this is they still get the over-the-air updates and the firmware updates mm -hmm. so it's the technology won't be uh uh, getting old like the traditional uh, petrol and diesel vehicles whereas uh, electric vehicles have that vant advantage yeah they this is purely unscientific right but in the last little while i've noticed fewer and fewer teslas around the place and more and more of the volkswagens and even the mini cooper um their ev floating around the place like what what are the what's the popularity of tesla in ireland has it dwindled a bit no, not at all. It's probably this year. So far this year, it's probably the second most popular Tesla Model Y, second most popular selling electric vehicle in Ireland. There's 1,500 of them on the road since the start of the year, only been bet by the Volkswagen ID4. So it's interesting to hear how your perception. But I think what might be happening is more people from around the country are probably buying them. And it's not just a Dublin centric thing. Not that you're always in Dublin, Jess, but the majority of your of your day time is in around the city. You do a bit of traveling, mm -hmm. I'm sure. But yeah, there's definitely and there's a Cork showroom opened up for opening up for Tesla as well. So you're probably just getting more people from out and about. Uh, purchasing them but there's definitely not a decrease in the popularity of tesla for sure um the, the overall market share of electric vehicles is up year on year yeah it's funny i i don't know because I, I, there was definitely a time where you know every second car in the estate that i live in was a tesla do you know what i mean and like you were just seeing them constantly uh but as i said in the last little while maybe i'm just not noticing them anymore maybe it's maybe it's a me thing and not a tesla well, not thing. at all and uh, do you know what well, there's 74 uh all electric vehicles that you can purchase now all the way from the fiat 500e which is ireland's most affordable electric vehicle the mini electric all the way up to the likes of the mercedes-benz eqs so there's a huge variety variety of them some of them look electric and you might go oh, i wonder is that an electric vehicle because it looks different and then other ones you wouldn't even realize that it is an electric vehicle it just looks normal and they're just starting to become the norm for sure yeah uh we are slightly up against the clock so what if you had one story that you could tell me about what would it be and why electric hot hatches explain please <laughs> <laughs> so there are people out there that call themselves petrol heads and that's going to be changed when everything goes to electric to a you become a motorhead so you're just interested in four wheels and you're interested in getting out there and going for a, a drive be that on the track or legally around the roads and streets of ireland and what i'm starting to see is a bit of a theme where uh, the likes of hyundai or hyundai as we're supposed to call it uh, they've launched their ionic 5n which is their racing division that was at Goodwood and I know that you've visited Goodwood a couple of times as well Just I've yet to um, Fiat are going to be launching and they have launched it in the UK but not in Ireland until next year but the Abath which is their racing section or the tuning house the Fiat 500e and what's interesting about that one is it makes an engine noise even though Ooh. it's electric so I'll have to come and pick you up Jess and see how for how many minutes you're going to suffer that uh, and then we also have the likes of the MG4 which are going to be bringing they've got a very it's a super popular hatch but they're bringing a hot hatch to market and that's called X power so listen whoever's in the marketing departments for these um 
uh, brands and car manufacturers, if something has X power on it, your car, of course you're going to buy it. It's got big orange calipers. Now that doesn't make a, a noise, but it is super fast in sub four seconds, one zero to a hundred. Um, so I'm definitely starting to see that that this trend of prem or sorry electric vehicles that are focusing on that boy girl person racer out there that wants a bit more pre uh, performance under the hood in that electric motor uh, that's definitely a theme that's starting to, to be rolled out i know this is really bad you're so good at what you do and all i can focus on is that we're meant to call hyundai hyundai <laughs> so globally in the states whenever i put up a video on youtube i'll i'll be talking and i've got my lovely bell mullet brogue and i'll yeah. say hyundai uh, and the amount of people that will comment to say it's Hyundai, it rhymes with Sunday. And so that's how they say it in North America. They've transitioned that as well in the United Kingdom, I believe, which is now Hyundai. In Korea, it's Hyundai. But for whatever reason, we potentially may still be saying it Hyundai in Ireland, but globally it's starting to all go, do you know what? It should be just Hyundai, Ionic 5, Ionic 6. Uh, the new Kona is coming from Hyundai in uh, October of this year. Uh, so yeah, it's something I have to catch myself on and it probably makes sense globally if we just have the one name and how we say it for a certain brand but uh, i don't envy the team over there at hyundai slash hyundai on how they actually market their vehicles like that fact has absolutely made my day because i jokingly call people hun all the time now so now that i actually can say hyundai in a in an interview with you and be completely serious it's just honestly that like, you've literally made my week day quality so, radio just quality radio you can tell i'm such an intellect uh, <laughs> I'm such a dope. Anyway, uh, Derek, it's a pleasure as always to have you on. Uh, head on over to YouTube, look for Nevo Evo EV Review Ireland and you will see some of the videos of the BYD vehicles that Derek was telling us about and plenty more besides. Uh, Derek, thank you so much. Thank you, Jess.